0: Celebration 2023 is in the books. It's history. We're done. Now we're through. All right. No more soup. (laughs) We're on our way to 2025. That's the next celebration. We're gonna talk about Tokyo and Tokyo, Japan. But we will talk about that a little bit later. Oh boy. Okay. But for right now, thank you for joining us. We are going to wrap up the last day of celebration. Uh, a couple of big panels dropped today, so let's talk about it. I am Kerwin. This is Keith. We are Follow Sun Galaxy. Thank you for joining us. If this is your first time, thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, if you are not a subscriber, we're asking if you can please subscribe. Uh, we'll talk more about our subscription on Race to 1000 as well a little bit later. Um, if you have joined us before and you're back, thank you. Let's talk about these two panels. All right. So the first one,
1: celebration.
0: Celebration. Okay, so this was the final day. Uh, the first panel that that took place this morning was the Bad Batch panel. Okay, and you know they, um, the producers, executive producers, and writers Brad Rau, Jennifer Corbett, Athena Patillo were there. They, uh, in addition to Dee Bradley Baker and Michelle Ang, they were there uh, to talk about the season. You know, it was a very roller coaster ride of a season. It was actually, I think you know, it was a fantastic season, you know, um, with a cliffhanger. So um, it was wonderful. Um, They had a great conversation about what they went through, um, preparing these episodes and talk about Crosshair's journey. But most importantly, we know we are confirmed that there will be a Bad Batch season three coming of course, they next year us there. in 2024. Now, that's interesting because 2024 is just next year. So they must have had a few of these episodes already um, in the can. Or... I remember
1: last time it took two years to get a second season. Yeah.
0: So maybe there were, um, you know, I don't know. So Maybe the pandemic, maybe they had the seasons already, you know, a couple of the episodes already. Um, uh recorded and 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 ready to go because they actually dropped a trailer <laughs> that you know of course we didn't see the trailer but if you go to star Wars.com, they actually give you a description of what was seen in the trailer all right so
1: why so, not just give us the trailer then well I find it ridiculous we've already that there's a description of the trailer but well, not the trailer.
0: Well we've already talked about this right okay there has to be an advantage for, for being there in person right yeah, okay.
1: But it's like, we're not going to give you a visual. We'll just tell you what happens.
0: Okay, all right.
1: Which I can deal with. I just wish we had some visuals to go with it.
0: Understood, understood. We'll get it one day. We'll get it soon. All right, so let me read this. So an in-teaser trailer was shown at the end of the panel, giving fans a sneak peek at season three. It began with the Emperor, once again voiced by Palpatine actor Ian McDiarmid, visiting Dr. Royce Hemlock, you know, that creepy guy, leader of the Empire's cloning efforts on Mount Tantiss. It is imperative that this facility remains secure, Palpatine says. Your brilliance is a great asset to this empire. All members of the Bad Batch appear with Hunter addressing Omega's capture at the hands of the empire. Omega's been waiting for us. I'm not making her wait another day. So Hunter is on a mission. We see Omega and a sullen crosshair, (laughs) both still in imperial custody. I'm not giving up crosshair, Omega tells him. I won't leave you either. You're my brother. Throughout, there are glimpses of several worlds and characters, including the Republic Commandos. There's clones. Rex is going to be back, plenty of giant
1: creatures.
0: (laughs) Why is there always a huge monster, Wrecker asks, before dropping a thermal detonator in one of the mouths. And Ming-Na Wen returns as Fennec Shan. So do you think maybe the Bad Batch are probably going to hire Fennec Shan to help find Omega? I don't know. It's possible.
1: It's kept, I, I, after all of this. So Megan's like, "I'm not gonna give up on you, Crosshair." Even though you know, Crosshair is kind of the entire reason they're there.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: In well, that position, mm-hmm. because Crosshair is like, "Save me," and the rest of the bad batch is like, "Well, we're gonna save them. Yeah. And now they're down to half their members.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Um, this will be fun. Well, yeah. and we yes, and then we know that. It, not only is it the third season that's coming out next year; it's the last season of The Bad Batch, um, which yeah, I thought makes, they were
1: going to stretch it out and turn it into like the next Clone Wars or something.
0: No, I didn't think that's necessary. I'm glad, you know, I'm not to say that I'm glad that it's ending, but I think there's only so much story that you can tell about The Bad Batch, okay? And we we know that this has there has to be a time where we see this clone uprising. And it's got to happen in this season. Now, the only thing we don't know, whether it's going to be 16 episodes, just like first, and, just like the first and second season. It would be. You think so? More than likely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To be consistent. Yeah. So 16 episodes. So who knows? Um, yeah. So once again, that's coming in 2024, just next year. Now, this is very interesting. Now, if you think about 2024, we got the Acolyte coming. That's probably going to be early 2024. Then did a Bad Batch um, maybe in the middle of the year. Maybe like a May 4th release. And then we got Andor at the end of August next year. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty solid. Three series. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, okay. And that means in total we're going to get 48 episodes of the
0: Bad Batch. Probably, yeah. Right. Who knows? I think, again, 48 episodes is a lot of episodes and it tells a great story. So I, I, I... I'm looking forward to it, especially now that I know that it's the last season, that is all or nothing.
1: So it's uh, kind of insane, though. Mandalorian only has 24 episodes.
0: Right, because they only have in eight episodes. total. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But their episodes are longer.
0: True, right, right. If they were yeah. to
1: cut every Mando episode in half, uh, well. Like.
0: Then we well, have a 16 episode Well, honestly, I mean, the Mando episodes are not always an hour. I mean, sometimes I know, they vary. Like right? They could hour, be a half sometimes. hour. They could be 40 minutes. So that's the Bad Batch. So let us <clears throat> let me know if you've seen the Bad Batch panel, if you have any comments about it. Tell me what you think. Are you looking forward to season three? Hey, where's are Charlie? You, are where's you? our
1: eye on the inside? Yeah, right?
0: I don't know. We'll have to catch up with Charlie. We don't know. But, all right. Let's stop the Q&A and see who's here. Alex, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us, Alex. Uh, I think they hired Fennec Chan. I yep, I agree. And wow, it's the last season. Yes, it is the last season. Yep. Oh, there's
1: Charlie.
0: Oh, Charlie is on. Okay, we're looking for you, Charlie. Um, uh, hello, Charlie. Thank you for joining there you us. Are. Thank you for joining us. Um, let us know, Charlie. Did you ever make it to celebration? Um, you know, just let us know if you Please did or tell not. Me you did. Um, but thank you for joining us anyway. Dallas, thank you, thank you once again, Dallas.
1: Hello, oh, that Bad Bad batch panel batch was the the group, group therapy. therapy I needed after losing Tech. Yeah,
0: yeah, it it got very emotional. Um, you know, not to go too much into it because we we've, we've already talked about the uh, last two episodes of the season. Apparently, but uh,
1: uh, the, even the writers were sad. Yeah, of what they did to Tech. It,
0: exactly. But yeah. then, why did they do it? Why did they do it? Yeah, uh, you know, it they was... could
1: have just had the pod crash and the fate of the batch be undetermined. Yeah, yeah. they could have just left it off there. Yeah, I, I know what you're Couldn't saying. could you see like, some smoldering rubble and some troopers being like, there's nothing left?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, they were looking for stakes and they got it. Um, this was high stakes. Uh, I One of the things I recall from Brad Rao, what he said about anybody dealing with Tarkin has to know that if you try to cross him, he's going to come back and he's going to, you know, he's not a very nice person, as we know. Um, he doesn't like clones from the very beginning, so when he heard that there's an attack on his compound, like right, that's like going to Tarkin's house, and you're trying to raid Tarkin's home, of course he's like going to
1: FBI. Yeah, of
0: course he's going to swoop down on you, and you know he sends out his ships no, and wait. says, "Take him out." Go ahead.
1: I I I feel like this is all because of Saw, though. Well, yeah. If you think about it, the Bad Batch had everything perfectly timed out. I
0: see They're your like, point, right. We're going
1: to stealth our way in. Yeah. We're going to put a tracker on Hemlock's ship. True. And we wait. And it, then we manage to escape. We follow him to Tantus. We get crosshair. The end. And then Saul's so like, yeah. I'm going to blow it up. I don't care about any of you. You know You what? can go with it.
0: That's a very good point. You're right. If it wasn't for Saul, maybe it would have been an easier mission for them to just go in. And like you said, just drop that tracker on Hemlock's ship and then get out, but Saw, I mean, I don't know, I can't remember how many of his people were with him, but, to you know, reason. they're all over the place, and of course the alarms are going off and they're dropping these detonators and setting them, you know, setting them down, I mean, of course, an Saw alarm is going to... Saw was the whole
1: through. reason they got caught, the batch had to flee. Of course, yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure he blew out Pedlock's ship.
0: I don't remember that, yeah, but
1: Which is I, like- yeah, I
0: don't remember if he did or not, but yeah, the, you, but you have a very good point. If it wasn't for Saw you know, oh. trying to, you know, take down uh, the compound, you're right, it, it would have made life easier for, for the batch, you know, to go in and just do what they want to do and just leave, you know, but, you know, it's never easy with the batch, obviously. Um, they did talk about, the producers talked about Sid, uh, <laughs> that double crosser, oh, you know. Oh, <laughs>
1: scale <laughs> you know? Sid.
0: But, you know, to be honest with you, you know, Sid was always Sid. We knew where she stood, you know, she was always about the money. And she wanted to make sure that she had control over the batch, and you know, when she felt that she, they weren't listening or she did not have control on them, she sent the empire after them. So, and the, and that's exactly what happened, unfortunately. So, I wonder if Sis going to come back to season three. I don't. I
1: hope not.
0: <laughs> I don't want her to, <laughs> but you know. And who
1: knows? if she does, I, I her- hope she gets destroyed on Org Mantel or something. Oh boy.
0: I, I I hope her story is over. I, I think she's done. Um, I think
1: I, we're done with Sid because if the Bad Batch goes back to Sid, they really are asking to get captured. Yeah,
0: that's you know I don't see that happening. Uh, now That'd they're missing.
1: Ridiculous though.
0: Hunter's on a mission to find Omega. That's the only thing that matters to him right now. So you know I mean I, don't I think, think they might gonna- go
1: back to Ormantel and be like, Sid, we called the Empire on you. We let them know that you used to work for the Republic. Bye bye.
0: Yeah, he could they could turn on her, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, throw her under the canteen, <laughs> cantina. Yeah, yeah, no more. You Sid, please, Throw I,
1: her under the spaceship.
0: Yeah, we could throw her under the cantina under the spaceship, whatever. Yeah,
1: whatever the bats could throw her under, do it
0: exactly. Exactly. So, Charlie also heard that the Bad Batch panel sounded awesome. Yes, they did. They're very good. It was well done, it was very intense. Um, it was very funny. You know, you had Dee Bradley, of course, going through the voices, you know, just with ease. And Michelle was there as well. And, you know, she was a little choked up when she talked about um, the script, when she read the script for, for episode 16. And, you know, she couldn't believe it, you know, And but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Charlie, I wish that man, I did get an amazing text video from Andy Serkis. I hated Christensen and Ewan McGregor and Ashley. So that made up a lot. Wonderful. Fantastic. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool, Charlie. All right.
1: Sorry you didn't make it to celebration. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. No, that's okay. All right.
1: Well, it looks like I've lost an eye.
0: Lost an eye. Yes. I don't know what that means. Oh, you mean like uh you mean your eye on the ground, that's celebration? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm
1: continuing the reference for Friday's live stream, Dad.
0: Okay. You have to remind me what that means, but that's all right. All right, so The Bad Batch, once again, Season 3, will be there will be a Season 3. It will premiere next year, 2024. Looking forward to it. All right, so uh, let us know if you have any uh, other comments regarding The Bad Batch. um, Q&A, we'll stop the Q&A. John John... Petra,
1: the love for Star Wars is truly overwhelming. Yes, it is, John. Thank
0: you for joining us. I think you're brand new. I don't recognize your name, so thank you for for joining us. I
1: think he's been here
0: before. Okay, all right. John, if you have, thank you for returning. Thank you. Love that, Alex. The last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. Okay, yes. so all right. Thank is you that, for where reminding that, my dad. Where is that from?
1: Nick Fury.
0: Oh, that again. Okay, you know, you keep dropping these Marvel C's into Star Wars, and I'm looking, not looking forward to. I'm not looking to talk about Marvel. See, so you, 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 um, you throw. Well, now me I'm
1: not going to talk about Marvel. How about?
0: No, we got plenty of time for Marvel. You know, we will be talking about Marvel very soon. All right, so let's finish up the last day of celebration. Okay. So let's move on and talk about the second panel, big panel. That is Star Wars Visions. All right. Volume two. Okay. So we know this is coming. Uh, These episodes are going to be dropping. I expect they're going to drop all nine episodes at once, just like they did for season one. So those episodes are going to drop on May the 1st. All right. And this is very nice. So they had the executive producers come out, James Waugh, uh, Jackie Lopez, Josh Rhymes, uh, you know, just talked about their selection, how they chose the nine studios. Josh Rhimes. What did I say? James. I, no I said I James Waugh Jackie Lopez and Josh Rhymes. Okay. Well, thank you. All right.
1: I don't know
0: what she said. I just zoned out for like two <laughs> seconds. Hang in there, Keith. Hang in there. <laughs> All right. Um I was just like- it's fine it's fine all right drink your water
1: i i I just didn't
0: okay all right so the executive producers were there we they talked about their selection and then it came time to bring out the filmmakers so let's go and you know we'll, we'll i'll start and we're gonna go through all three nine episodes because if you um so we're taking some information that we saw from the panel some of the quotes from these Filmmakers directly and so many information that came from starwars.com right which starwars.com did a great job of breaking this all down So let's go through these so the first episode is called Sith uh, by the El Guri studios from Spain uh, Rodrigo Blas, the writer director was there at the panel and the um, Here's what it's about so a former Sith apprentice leading a peaceful but isolated life is confronted by the past when her old master tracks her down. And this is a quote from the writer-director. What what if you can use a force not only to fight but to create art? And he talked about the palettes that they use uh to create the images. You know, you're gonna see a lot of red to orange to yellow. It's beautiful. We saw that in the trailer as a matter obviously of fact.
1: it's the Sith. And I think this visions episode I think this vision series is going to be modeled almost yeah. entirely around mm. the sith you notice this whole ad campaign has been red 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 red
0: good point yeah but yeah. last
1: time it was all about the jedi blue blue blue
0: that's a very good point point. and then we show we have the poster um beautiful poster we'll take a look at that if we uh have it well, there you are that's an awesome poster Stop. okay yeah so we have a copy of the poster we'll take a look at it later so that is Sith. okay all right, so that is Sith. All right, so mm-hmm. and and the 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 artist, the um, filmmaker, did confirm that the short is about fourteen minutes long.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so next one.
1: All right, so next one is Screecher's Reach by Cartoon Saloon in Ireland. Paul Young is the producer slash director. A young girl seeking reprieve from her days in a rural workhouse discovers a legendary haunted cave with her friends. The cave's dark pool will change the trajectory of her life forever. Yeah. So, quote from Paul Young, an Irish ghost story with a twist. Yeah. And it looks like a lot of watercolor art.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It did look beautiful. They showed a couple of uh, the scenes there. Um, And what they also did was they showed the cast. Now, everyone. Now, I didn't recognize all of the cast members for these episodes, so I only actually wrote down the ones that I do recognize. And uh, Angelica Houston, an Academy Award-winning actress, is actually voicing... Uh, one of the characters in that episode, Screechers Reach, playing a Sith mother.
1: So that's the poster right there.
0: Yes, right. And that is the Visions Volume 2 poster. Awesome poster. All right. Remember,
1: because last season was like uh, the ninth Jedi mm-hmm. and uh, the Jedi's Jedi after
0: Jedi. Good point, right. Yeah, so I guess this is more about, well, I mean, it's hard to say. I Because mean, the
1: first shot we saw in the trailer was a Sith with a red lightsaber. Okay. And it just seems so modeled around red.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you might be right, because if we you know we'll go through more of these uh episodes, so we'll see if there's any any more mention of the Sith. All right, so the third one is called Into the Stars by Punk Robot from Chile. Uh Gabriel Osorio, writer-director. Um, so this is about two sisters, their last of their kind, who live in hiding on a ravaged land, squabble about how to survive with the empire encroaching. Uh, haven't we heard that story before? Hmm. On a water run, the sisters must fight back when they are discovered. Uh, here's a quote from Orsorio: two sisters who lost everything, their family during imperial invasion. Um, they lost their family during imperial invasion. How many times have we heard stories about that, where people I remember, um loved ones?
1: What's traitor's name from Andor? Uh, uh,
0: traitor's name from Andor? What,
1: what was it? Uh, you mean? Uh, squirt, screech? Oh scum.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you mean he was working with and andor. Skin? Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, so he was he was working with Andor on the, the planet. Skeen. Skeen, yes. Right? Yes, yeah, skiing. Right, because his brother like you know, my was brother a was
1: killed by the empire.
0: Yeah, well they were yeah, they came in and took his land. And, you know, he, you know, he decided not to
1: live in that world. Yeah,
0: exactly. Right. Yeah. So there's plenty of stories like that where, you know, the empire has taken over their planet and, you know, they've destroyed people for no particular reason. You know, there's casualties. So, yes. All right. So that happens. Now, this is a very, very good information that we got from um, Osorio, Gabriel Osorio, because he talked about um This story is actually based on historical information from his country, Chile. Um, Back in the 1900s, there was um, in Patagonia, which is far south of South America, uh, a large part of the inhabitants were destroyed by colonists. So this is basically what this episode or this story is going to be about. So So it's telling the story about the resistance. You know, you had this, you know, oppression, this imperial army coming in. People are resisting, what are they gonna do about it, right? Okay. Um, and then he says the theme is about family. You know, that's what Star Wars comes down to it's about family. At its core, um, it's about a family getting separated and overcoming pain through hope. I thought that was a very beautiful quote. Um, and he talked about the type of animation, it's gonna be stop motion. Uh, A little bit of stop motion. It would be some three D digital computer animation. So that is in the stars. Looking forward to that one. Okay. Uh, Now let me see. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. You can move ahead.
1: Next one's mine. So next one is "I Am Your Mother." Sound familiar?
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Young pilot Annie, who is embarrassed by her sweet but clingy mom Carlina, must team with her for a madcap family race at the academy. Along the way, their relationship is tested by the elements, their old ship, other racers, and each other. So this is going to be directed by Magdalena Osinska. Yes. And they say the short is a love letter to all the mothers. Quite often they're overlooked in films, and I think they're real superheroes. So this is going to be stop motion, inspired by the original trilogy, puppet making, a pet droid, that's inspired by the Osinska sausage.
0: Yeah, race. based on her own dog, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: And the Sports Day is an event annual family race day hosted by Wedge Antilli.
0: Yes, so right. So uh, Osinka had a sausage dog um and she created a pet dog for this um animated uh show. And a droid. Yeah, and it's a it's a droid, right? But it's shaped it is it's, it's made to look like a dog. Even so is it it's supposed to look
1: like slinky from Toy Story?
0: Sort of, yeah. Like but like it like a weeder dog. She actually had the model with her. Um it looked pretty cool, you know, so we have to see how it looks in animation. Um yeah. So um yes, the family this this event, this sports day event, this racing event is pretty interesting. And it's actually being hosted by Wedge and Tillies. And they have none other than Dennis Lawson wedge until he's himself will be voiced in that character he'll be playing wedge that's pretty cool i like that
1: yeah, it's funny wedge mm-hmm. has been wedged in so many tight spots and managed to yeah. wedge himself out yeah, i yeah. guess why that's i guess why his name is wedge
0: yeah that's a good point right he he seems to get himself out of trouble doesn't he and he survives
1: this man survived longer than luke yeah luke was force sensitive yeah wedge was a kid with a hope and a dream Web,
0: wedge was just lucky <laughs> wow and he's a very good pilot too so he had the skills to
1: he's one heck to have to survive pilot,
0: yes he did he did all right let's go to q a lisa thank you lisa thank you for joining us i love that one of the episodes you stop motion yeah yeah it's like old school isn't it you know it's uh just going back to i love
1: stop motion i do stop motion At
0: yes a? and so,
1: what are the like claymation
0: yes right that is the Ardman um episode where they uses the stop motion animation acclaimation claymation and um or, or Sinca, um mentioned about you know how the in the original trilogy they use stop motion to perform to move the the ATATs or the ads and um AT-AT? the, the tauntons you know were all done by stop motion so
1: I didn't know that I yeah. watched the ILM documentary on Disney
0: Exactly yeah yeah so that's pretty cool. So that's a
1: watch a, every episode.
0: A throwback to the original trilogy. All right. Okay, Charlie.
1: Man, I love that when history is added into Star Wars, much like Akira Kurosawa and the Samurai in Star Wars, Japan. Can't wait for the season. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, we're we're going through each of the nine episodes or the nine uh shorts, and they're all I guess all...
1: that's what JP stands for, Japan.
0: Yeah, uh, they are all awesome. I mean, if you just the stories, you know that the that they're coming up with for these for these shorts is wonderful. So so far we've have gone through three. All right, so that was Sith was the first one, Screechers Reach into the Stars. I am your mother. That was the fourth one. Okay, so now Journeys
1: to the Dark head.
0: All right, so Alex, I agree with Charlie. I love how we're getting stories inspired by history and cultures from around the globe. Absolutely, absolutely. All right,
1: last time it was mostly anime good point and this time. We're kind of bridging out to other studios
0: Yeah, from around the world. So this is awesome. This is this awesome.
1: Is, this really is a galactic experience There you
0: here. go. There you go. I am looking forward to it. So let's move on to the next and one. I
1: wonder what season three will be centered on if season one centered on the light and season two centered on the dark hmm. What season three gonna be is it gonna be like the neutral in between like the father and in the ones like the son is the dark side, the donor is the light, and the father's neutral.
0: Well, we don't know. I mean, we're only assuming that it's, you know, second season is the theme is the darkness. We don't know. It We'll have to check it out Come first, on, right? man. That's what it, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and by the way, let me know if you've seen the trailer. Let's talk about the trailer as well as we go through these uh, uh, different shorts, okay? All right, so now let's move on to Journey to the Darkhead. This is from Korea Studio Mir. Uh, Park Hyung Ben is the director. Uh, this story is a hopeful mechanic and a disillusioned young Jedi team up for a risky and unlikely quest to turn the tide of the Galactic War, but dark forces tell them. Uh, so, from the director Park, he says the first ever prehistoric war between Jedi and the Sith, which is pretty interesting. Uh, from that point on, the wars from the present to the future um you know, he's talked about the wars over time and there's a question um that these two characters um have to ask themselves on overcoming so many battles and at some point coming to great growth you know so um from what i understand from this is you know after so many battles i guess they're questioning well, what is the purpose of these battles that we're having and i think there's some uh, maturity that comes out from these two characters. We'll see. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Been mentioned, uh, uh, well, the question that was asked to this director, what would Star Wars fan enjoy most about this short? And he says the theme of good versus evil, which we see that all the time, Um, uh, a Jedi coming to the crossroads. I guess this Jedi maybe is trying to balance the light and the darkness, and he finds himself moving slowly towards the dark. So he's at a crossroads, I guess. He's trying to figure out where he needs, where his journey is taking him. So, and then uh, the last thing that the director said was this, uh, it's going to be a very stylistic and cool lightsaber action. Mm
1: -hmm. Love it. This is going to be great. All
0: right. So take, yeah, take me to the the lightsaber battle. All right.
1: Take me to the lightsaber battle. Take me out to the battle. There you go.
0: All right. So let's I'm not mo- gonna
1: continue with this.
0: Alright, let's move on to the next one.
1: Alright, so the next one is The Spy Dancer by Studio La Cachette. This is France and it's directed by Gillian Sheng. So the premier dancer at a famous Imperial frequented cabaret uses her unique skill set to spy for the rebellion, but the presence of a mysterious officer threatens to derail her mission. Mm-hmm. Dancer performed in a cabaret until the Empire invaded, invaded her planet. The dancers would gather intelligence from the Imperials and help change the times of war. Inspired by dancers such as Josephine Baker in front of the soldiers and gathering information for the French Resistance during World War II. Yep. She, she received France's highest honor at the Pantheon.
0: All right, so yeah, let me talk about that a little bit because uh, uh, the, the director... Um, Julian Chang brought this up when he was talking about the inspiration for the story. Um, So it is loosely based on um, someone like uh, Josephine Baker. And let me just explain who Josephine Baker is. If you don't know, Um, she is a U.S. born Black American who actually found work in France, and she's a dancer, singer, performer. Um, she danced on the stage, you know, cabaret. Um, she was very good at what she did, and then at some point, she decided that she was going to. It, well, you know, this is working around the time of World War II. Um, at some point, she decided that she was going to um, help the French Resistance. You know, because the, you know, the French were also involved in World War II. So she was able to get secrets uh, from the enemies. Um, you know somehow she would you know talk to these uh, soldiers or you know these these, these, these uh, um, soldiers yeah soldiers or you know people uh, you know, gentlemen fighting in the war and get some information that the French could use to defeat their enemies okay um, so this is a true story. Um, and Josephine Baker you know was re- awarded the highest honor by the french government um, not too long ago actually so um this is a very very interesting story and um i uh, i applaud star wars for um uh accepting this type of pitch uh i i am very interested to see what this looks like um but i i it, it makes sense to me that the imperial army you know they're the ones that are going to be coming to this uh cabaret and then there's this dancer you know it's, it's called a, the spy dancer who is trying to get some information from the imperials to defeat them mm-hmm. that's going to be awesome
1: wonder so, if this is going yeah. to have like some james bond elements
0: who knows yeah like yeah it's super it's, spy it's, yeah it's a spy it's a uh, maybe a, a a spy thriller you know every but,
1: time every <laughs> time i hear the word spy i just hear dee mm-hmm. in yeah. my head
0: yeah yeah, but I, I figure with a dancer, it's going to be you know very glamorous and colorful. So I, I'm and sure a lot the, of
1: red feathers, I bet.
0: Well, I don't know red feathers, but I'm sure the artwork is just going to pop, you know, feathers off the screen. So I'm looking forward to that. So uh, let's we have some more Q and A. So Alex, um, I saw the trailer. Yeah, what do you think so far? in the stars intrigues me the most. Okay, um, so does I am your mother and Journey to the Dark Head. Yeah, there's there's so many but it was, I can't wait. These stories are, are, they're very different. Um, They're very intriguing. And I, you know, I don't know what else to say about them. So let's continue to go through the rest. Any other Q and A at the moment? Okay, let's move on to The Bandits of Golak. Mm -hmm. All right, this is by 88 Pictures, it's from India. Uh, Milan Shin is the executive producer. I'm sorry, Milan Shin is the executive producer. Fleeing from the village by train and pursued by ferocious imperial forces, a boy and his four sensitive younger sister seek refuge in a vibrant and dangerous Daba, the bandits of Golok. All right. Um, this is a quote from the executive producer Shin. A brother is an accidental hero taking his younger sister to a safe passage. In the end, something unexpected happens. All right. Um, and um, Shin went on to Talk about you know it's about the, the the culture the Indian culture it's about their food it's about color it's about music he talked about the music is going to be authentic, um, uh, is taking place on a new planet called Gulag, um, Gulag, Gulag yeah G U L A G, I guess that's how it's pronounced yeah Wait,
1: so it's literally spelled like the Gulag yeah why
0: okay what is it that Gulag is
1: a prison
0: interesting okay. All right. Well, that's the name of the planet. You know, I wrote it down um, again, you know, talking about the the culture and the music is going to be authentic. Um, talked about the villain is actually going to be an inquisitor, an Indian inquisitor, which is awesome. Um, and they showed you a picture of well, the I can't
1: wait to see that.
0: Yeah. And they actually did show you a picture of the inquisitor, which is very a uh, very intimidating-looking person, so I think that's going to be awesome. I'm afraid
1: of any Inquisitor, honestly.
0: And, um, but I've been
1: practicing my lightsaber moves recently. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know if they can beat me.
0: Well, that's right. Yeah, you're, you're, you're getting better at your lightsaber moves. Yeah, you're doing very well. I can
1: flip a lightsaber. I can literally yeah. spin it.
0: Yes, you can. You're doing very well with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> the last part is that uh, the executive producer described the short as Indiana Jones meets Cholet. Now, Cholet, um, is a 1975 classic Indian action film, which, um, mm. is, uh, apparently I've not seen the film, but I did a little bit of research on Cholet is one of the top Indian films ever created. Yeah. It's a very, um, it's, 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 a highly, uh, praised. Um, it's, it's, it's just one of the top films ever made.
1: Think about it. Yes. If the planet's called <clears throat> Gulag... Yes. Ironically, maybe this is some sort of prison that these two kids have to escape or something. Hmm.
0: Like,
1: like, maybe maybe the, the, these, I don't know, bandits are trapped, or, like, they're trapped here by the bandits or something, mm-hmm. and they gotta escape.
0: Well, okay. Uh, maybe I, I must have mistyped, but I, I thought that was the planet name that he gave, but I have to go back you and know, look at it, but... Yeah, okay.
1: I'm saying, right. Okay, like maybe that's maybe maybe that's like an undertone or something.
0: Okay, we'll we'll look into that. That's very interesting. Uh, I'm glad you brought that okay. up. All right, let's move on.
1: All right, so the next one about we have is the pit. So it's by how am I supposed to say this? D'Arstaggio.
0: D'Arstaggio.
1: Where did you pull that from?
0: I I, I, pr- right. I practiced. And
1: Lucas. <laughs> and Lucasfilm Limited yes. for the US. Mm-hmm. So, Leandre Thomas is a writer and director, and Arthel Issam is the founder of...
0: Char Thank you.
1: Yes. A fearless young prisoner, forced to dig for Kyber by the Empire, plans a risky escape for him and his people. The pit and Arthel Issam artists, the pit, look and feel like the traditional anime of the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Ghost of the Shell was an inspiration. Yeah. People in people in the pit is pushed deeper and deeper, while others said higher and higher in a story of light versus darkness. Yes, Traditional
0: yes right. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, so we had Leandre Thomas who talked about um, how this idea came to him during the pandemic, and he pitched this to Lucasfilm, and they loved the idea. Uh, so basically, um, it's about the has and the have-nots. You know, if you, if you really take a look at it, you talked about there are people who are Feel that they're in this pit of life where they're 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 not really progressing like other people. You know, you have those who are ascending. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, as they're far ascending. as well as far as wealth, maybe or as far and as prestige, decent. and then you have those who just feel like they're just um, big, uh, digging a deeper and deeper hole for themselves, and you know, they can't get out of this pit. So, hence the name. Um, yeah, so uh, Leandro Thomas works for Lucasfilm. Um, he talked about uh, his mentors uh, throughout Lucasfilm. He did mention uh, Dave Filoni as one of them. Um, Arthel Ism is also an American, but he actually owns uh, an uh, an art studio in Japan. All right, so he founded this art studio and it's called Darstagio. Um, um, located in japan and the two of them came together um and and we got the pit you know so leandre thomas you know had the idea for a story and they needed an art studio who would provide um the 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 color and the 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 characterizations that they needed um to to tell this story and yeah, that's how they found each other yeah all right so that's pretty cool i'm looking forward to that one Uh, so david diggs you know there's a couple of um Famous people, names that I, I I'm familiar with: Daddy Diggs, you know, from Hamilton, um,
1: and from Blackish. Yeah, from
0: Blackish, exactly, right. And then Anika Nani Rose, you know, um,
1: yeah, she was at Virtuous Con.
0: She was at yeah. We actually had a Virtuous Con about a month ago, and Anika Nani Rose was present there. Um, and she is also uh, a, an actor from Disney, Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. I'm looking for that. And Steve Blum. Does that name sound familiar? He, I
1: feel like I'm right, but yeah, I, I hate ahead. being you, right all the time.
0: <laughs> okay, who do you think Steve Blum is? Ian Malcolm?
1: I'm no, wrong,
0: no, Malcolm. actually, no. He is a voice actor. He voices the character of Zeb.
1: Oh, yeah. that's him! So, yeah, Zeb, Steve
0: Blum. So he's also uh, voicing a character called, uh, as well, it's just called Commander. And then Matthew Wood, you know, he's a... Uh, Lucasfilm veteran, that's so he's Jeff
1: Goldblum, not not
0: Steve Blum. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That's Jeff Goldblum, right? Yeah, exactly. You're close though. <laughs> so Steve right. Blum and Matthew Wood plays the stormtroopers. So that's 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 awesome. Yep. All right. Okay. And then who's next? Is it me? I yes, I think I'm next. Right. Here. Okay. And the last one is called "Oz Song." All right, by Triggerfish, South Africa. Uh, Nadia Darius and Daniel what? Daniel Clark. What? They were there. To talk about it, they are the writers and co directors of this uh, short uh, song. And it's about an alien child who longs to sing, um, is raised by her loving but stern father uh, to stay quiet. You know, she loves to sing, but she has to stay quiet because of this calamitous effect her voice has on the crystals in the nearby mines.
1: So it sounds like she's so bad at singing that she can shatter crystals.
0: Well, I don't think so now <laughs> that's the reason why i you know if you watched the the panel i think it you know when you hear it described by the the filmmakers it makes more sense <laughs> so uh so uh nadia diary so what she says is our song is about a child who experiences strange things with her voice uh, she engages with the force through sound and she has a deep connection with the land all right and so the short. Uh, apparently, they're including so voice is very important in this in this short, and they're using the voices, you know, actors' voices in non traditional non traditional ways, um, you know, just like if you're, you know, when you're a kid, you, you know, we st- still do it as adults. Like if you're having a lightsaber battle, how many times do you hear us go whoosh, whoosh, You know, we do that with our voices, so that's what they're referring to. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So you know when you're when you're playing yeah, with yeah. yeah, when you're playing with your toys or you're playing with a racing car, you go vroom. so we'll see a lot of that. Uh, or
1: when I'm playing on the Oculus, when like when I'm playing Sports yeah. Scrabble or, or like Space Pirate chatter I'm like bow bow
0: exactly. bow. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's is that's what this is about.
1: You know when so, you re- mm-hmm. you know when you reach peak smartness. What's that? When you can beat an AI.
0: Well, that's very hard to do, yeah. But that's very good.
1: I've beat the computer multiple times. I
0: knew you were gonna say I knew you were gonna say that. You beat the AI multiple times. All right. Yes. All right. So those are the nine shorts coming up for Visions Volume Two. Mm-hmm. Tell me which ones are your favorite, which ones are you looking forward to? Um, this these are awesome. I I like I said, you know. It's only a few weeks away, actually, May 1st. I mean, what, what day is it? We're on the 10th yeah. of April. So we only got maybe a little bit over half a month left. So um, awesome. Can't that's wait. about
1: um, 25 days, right? Yeah. Well, Till the 4th? I think it's a little Please bit. Please tell than me that. there's 31 days in April, right?
0: Uh, 30 days in April. Yes. Yeah. You know, you could tell that you love math because you do calculations in your head immediately. So. You're good at math. Yeah, 30 all days. Right. So
1: so that's 24 right. days oh. until we get vision.
0: So going forward, I want A's on your math tests.
1: I do that right.
0: Good. Just keep it going. All right, Q&A. Charlie. Charlie.
1: Dig for Kyber. No, where have I heard that? Anime inspired from 90s. Definitely looking forward to that. And yeah. Star Wars on it.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, and hey, I want to talk real, about.
1: Real quick, another comment. Yeah, go ahead. These nuts, these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Thank love you y'all. for joining
0: us, whoever you are. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for joining us. I love us you all, Keith.
0: Thank you. We love your name. <laughs> 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 thank you so much. All right. That's cool. Um, we could keep going. Um, Blumhouse. I, Blumhouse? Okay all right charlie matthew wood general grievous is a voice actor yes Knew he is exactly it. exactly he is um ghost in the shell i don't know Bruh, do we have any do, <laughs> do we have any anime fans out there
1: Lord. have you
0: seen ghost in the shell i have not seen it but apparently I've that,
1: not anime ever. that
0: film inspired um you know i i hope to one day talk to Arthelism. ism um yeah he seems uh to be a, such a cool person and you know. But Ghost in the Shell was the one that actually inspired him to get into anime. Um, So I want to know if there's anyone out there who's uh, on on the live stream has seen Ghost in the Shell. And what do you think of that film? All right. right, What was Blumhouse? House? I it's a horror
1: production it. studio. That's what I
0: thought. Okay, I was trying. Did to... Did t-
1: you guys see Return of the Jedi is re-releasing in theaters on April twenty eighth at that current is hype? I'm
0: glad you brought that up. We're actually going to talk about that. Oh, we're, yeah, man, we're, we're going to go talk about, see about it. it. We we have it in our notes. We'll get there. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So yeah. So Ghost in the Shell. Alex, I heard of Ghost in the Shell, but I haven't seen it yet. I want to. Um, looks like Literally, I'm.
1: Gonna... It's been a while. Yes. Ghost
0: in the, Ghost Show. In the Shell. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out because I have not seen it either. So I've heard more than one person talk about Ghost and Shell as one of the best anime films out there. So Really? That's what I heard. Who? Yes. Oh Keith. All right. Who are let's, you talking about? Let's keep moving. All right. So
1: also guess what? I just turned British. Okay. Couldn't tell you why.
0: And by the way, um again. A cup of water. Um I recognize one of the actors' name for our song, uh Cynthia Arrivo. All right, very talented. Um, um, uh, Tony nominated. Yeah, I think play, she may uh, have a Tony, a Tony, Tony Award. Um, yeah, she's a, a very talented performer. Cynthia Erivo, actor. Playing Cradus. Uh, yes, apparently. yes. So she's so,
1: she's playing the uh, the guy from the memes. Okay. God of War. Cradus. Right.
0: Alex, it was a show, also right? Not just a. Not just a show, Ghost in the Shell. You know, I don't know. I thought it was just a film, but you might be right. We'd have to look into that. Alex, thanks. All right, it was a series. You know, apparently the producer has seen it. <laughs> She's very familiar. The with- Producer
1: Ghost, seen it a lot. With,
0: with Ghost in the Shell. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. All right. So um, continue bringing your comments and questions. All right. Let's 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 keep talking about visions. If you have any questions about visions or Bad Batch season three. Um, keep keep those comments coming. Well, we'll move on to other news. So, um, what other
1: news is there?
0: Okay, so we were here Friday, right? We talked about. I mean, I,
1: I'm kind of sad I didn't get to take my British accent to London.
0: I'm pretty sad too.
1: <laughs> well, I, I guess you might be pretty glad because you didn't have to hear it for four days.
0: Oh, well, now I'm hearing it. Okay. Are you happy? So, not really. So, on (laughs) Friday, so remember we were here on Friday and we talked about the Lucasfilm Showcase. So, there are a couple of things that happened in between uh, the first day and today. We got a little
1: bit of news for y'all.
0: Yes, all right. So, let's talk about this. So, it's now been confirmed Lars Mikkelsen is Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh, my God, he's back. Yes, he is back. Oh, we're going to wrap this up before Keith falls asleep. All right. So, we... (laughs) We, we wanted Lars to be uh, Thrawn. He's Thrawn. We're good. It's confirmed. Uh, can't wait for Ahsoka. All right. It's coming. All right.
1: You know what? I can't wait until, like, some good Lego sets hit the shelves.
0: Oh, we know that they will. You know, Lego, yeah, is on Is on Ahsoka. Trust they me.
1: They cannot pass this up.
0: No, absolutely not. Come okay. on. we
1: got to have Thrawn back. You know, though, if there's one thing I've known Legos for, it's that they can spoil movies sometimes. Like... Uh, w- one time, the way I figured out Atuma was going to be in Wakanda Fever is because he was part of a Lego set.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: I figured out that Lucid and Andor we- had an epic ship and they got chased by Cyril you- thanks to a Lego set.
0: You know what we need to do? We need to get someone on our podcast from Lego and explain to us exactly how this works. Because you are right. There are times where we receive spoilers through these lego sets you know you're walking into I, the toy store i
1: literally went on to lego brick yeah, brick instructions right and like i, I just see this brand new card the feather set and i'm yeah. like what's this and then all of a sudden it's it, it, it's a tumor
0: yeah i mean how is it's lego spoiled. getting away with these spoilers i mean is 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 lucasfilm aware of what's going on so yeah we need to look into yeah. that. Let's see who we can find from Lucasfilm uh marketing, maybe to talk know. about it. Charlie, Did I
1: just realized
0: that and man Finally. guy, I'm looking into for looking forward to returning to Jedi. Yes, we are. Uh release again. This is my first Star Wars movie. Oh, cool. cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John
1: Tetra. Yeah, Silka trailer was the coolest Star Wars trailer I've ever seen. It was almost dreamlike. I agree. Yep.
0: I agree. Yes, yes. We love that trailer. All
1: uh, right. Okay. One more comment?
0: Um the Ahsoka Trail was the coolest Star Wars. Tra- yes, we read that already. Okay, all right. Okay. So uh, last,
1: Charlie. Yes, everyone's favorite chiss. Thrawn is a chiss. That's his species.
0: <laughs> you know, it didn't occur to me that Thrawn was not human. I it didn't. No, I I know his face is blue, but I forgot that he is. I I didn't know what. Type of species he was, bro. I just thought he was just a, a blue human.
1: He's part of the Blue Man Group.
0: Yeah, right. I thought he was a. <laughs> <laughs> why
1: did we all come up with that joke?
0: I look, we got Blue Man Group in in this galaxy, so why couldn't they have Blue Man Group in Star Wars? So I had no idea that he was from. Uh, he had, he was a species. I I apologize for that. Bro, so so gonna put the blue he's a Man cis. Group. Okay. All right, you know, you learn something every day. Okay, all right, next news. Rebecca Henderson will play Vanessa Rowe in the upcoming Acolyte series. How about that? And as far as I know, correct me if I'm wrong, if you're out there, this is the first character coming out of the High Republic books and moving into live action. Isn't that exciting? And which is cool.
1: You yes, know kid. the, 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 the Wookiee that's supposed to be the the Wookiee Jedi? Yes that's part of the acolyte? Yes. Buriaga it's either Buriaga's brother or father.
0: Well why do they have to or be uncle. related? Why 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 would they have to be related?
1: Come on, dad. Okay. All right, well you I gotta want... be kidding me. Two Wookiee <laughs> Jedi Masters at the same era?
0: Of course. I mean I don't see a, a problem with that. But you know they we, have
1: to be related somehow.
0: Come on. We are fans. Okay, here what are we you go. doing? We are fans of Vanestra Rowe. All right. So we've read these two books. My face is turned into a book. Mission to Disaster, Test of Courage. And you see uh Vanestra on the cover. So we we are big fans of Vanessa Rowe. We're very excited to hear that she is the first character coming to live action. So that's wonderful news. All right, Rebecca Henderson. Okay, uh, Young Jedi Adventures. The trailer was released a couple of days ago. We saw it, it's wonderful. Let me know if anybody else has seen Young Jedi Adventures, and if you're looking forward to it. If you have any, we're
1: quite young, excited.
0: Yeah, if you have any young people in your family that you're uh, excited to show this to, or if you're any just new
1: Jedi ones. if
0: you're just young at heart and you, and you love these these type of stories, which I I do, uh, so I'm looking forward to that. That is also dropping May first, the same day as Star Wars: Visions Volume Two. That's going to be a busy May first. Mm-hmm. All right, Dave Filoni has confirmed. That there will be a season two of Tales of the Jedi. How about that? That is awesome.
1: But who's to get a feature?
0: We don't know. He has not told us anything else.
1: I highly doubt it's going to be Ahsoka, because there's going to be an Ahsoka show. So I couldn't True. see there being two shows featuring Ahsoka yet again.
0: Well, you know, I think that's a good poll question. Who should, who should they focus? What character should they focus on for Tales of the Jedi? Um, first one comes to what mind. Yeah, do you have any character that comes to mind for you? If there, if there were to be, if there were to be Tales of the Jedi season two, which character would you like to see them feature?
1: How about Luke and Leia?
0: We know about Luke and Le- yeah. So you. Okay.
1: Yeah, there were like 30 years. I'm just I, coming up with this off the top of my head because I had nobody else.
0: Yeah. But, okay. No, I didn't remember mean to put you how, spot.
1: Remember how all of a sudden Leia just Mary Poppins out of the ship?
0: Okay. We're not going there. We're not talking about right. The Last Jedi. We
1: had no prior reference okay. to Leia having um, a How about Orr Singh? I think
0: Orr Singh would be a very good person to do a Tales of the Jedi. I'm sorry. Tales of the Jedi. Right. Yeah. R-Sing? No. No.
1: She's
0: not even a Jedi, is she? Is she not a Jedi? No, oh,
1: isn't she a bounty hunter?
0: Yes, you're right. You okay. mean the
1: one with the unicorn head? <laughs> and okay. The, and, and, all right. and the ponytail? And I And the, the orange jumpsuit?
0: I guess the qualification for Tales of the Jedi is you have to be a Jedi. So, mm-hmm. all right, scrap that. Or Sith. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Charlie, well, there's always Tales of the Sith. Tales <laughs> <laughs> You're right. All right. Tales of
1: the butter cookies. Yeah,
0: so yeah. Okay. So Jedi, Jedi. What what other Jedi kid they feature? I don't know. We'll we'll think about it.
1: Mace Windu.
0: Mace Windu. How about that? I mean he was he featured, he was in, you know, uh with Cal Duko a little bit. Duco,
1: okay. Count Duco.
0: <laughs> I um, feel like
1: you just turned Duku into a gas station. You just called him Duco That sounds like a gas station. Count Count Danuko? Count Sunoco.
0: Count Sunoco. Yeah, Mace Windu is actually a good example. How about... Uh,
1: Look, will there be butter cookies in a Star Wars show this year? I have one answer to that. Hashtag butter cookies in Star Wars.
0: Yes. We need more butter cookies. Like, we need more cowbell. You don't know that joke. Alright. Okay. So, Charlie, bounty hunter. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Uh Unicorn Heck, he comes up with more nicknames than Tony Stark. Under <laughs> the <roofs>. Hey Lebowski. <laughs> Let's go. Remember,
1: when, remember the Avengers oh, when Tony we're back Stark's on, like that man's playing Galaga. We're back
0: on Marvel. Ahead, say it again.
1: Remember in the Avengers, he's like, that man's playing Galaga. Get back <laughs> to your job.
0: Galaga. That is so old. And the oh, yeah. funny
1: part is, if you look closely at the guy's screen, yeah. he actually beat the highest high score record for Gallagher.
0: Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, Mace Windu, Charlie agrees, or Master Voss. Yes, Quinlan Voss, young Obi-Wan. Good point, good point. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I need to think about it some more. I'm trying to
1: think of other nicknames. Yeah, I'm trying to think
0: of some obscure Jedi that we don't know much about. But Quinlan Voss, I like that one. I think he deserves to have some type of story. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's see. Season two, Return of Jedi 40th, 40th anniversary. anniversary. All right. So, yes. Um, so we are aware that Return of Jedi is returned to the theaters. As far as I know, we don't know which theaters, um, but um, I am looking forward to going back to seeing Return of Jedi. Honestly, you know, I've been thinking about this. I have not seen Return of the Jedi in a movie theater since 1983, the year it came out. You so,
1: you've ever been in a movie theater since '83? Well, no, I've never no, gone kidding. back. So, you just never seen Return so of the Jedi since '83. Exactly.
0: I saw Return of the Jedi four times in 1983, and that was it. And I never went back to the theater to see it because I don't recall. They might have re released it, but I think I.
1: 1985. What movies did you see in 1985?
0: Why are we talking about 1985? Let me just get through them. I don't know I'm why
1: saying. I'm talking about 1985. Let me try to let me get through my point. Popped into my, head.
0: my point is. They may have re released Return of Jedi Not since 1983, but I don't recall going back to seeing it. So, this will be the first time since 1983 that I will be going back to the theater to see Return of Jedi. Yub-nub. I am so excited for that. And you'll be coming with me, right? Uh huh.
1: I remember, I don't know if any of you saw this, but remember the old intro when the Ewoks sung the song to Sesame Street?
0: Yub nub. For some reason, Keith thinks it sounds like Sesame Street, but maybe it does. Right. I need to play a song. Please don't sing it for you. We don't have yep, time no. to sing it. Yep, no. To, yep, no. Hey.
1: Okay, it's
0: 830. All right, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> you right. are
1: not going to sleep if I continue.
0: Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's move on, Keith. All right. Uh, is anybody still there watching us? <laughs> <laughs> is anybody still there listening Can to us? Can you still
1: hear us? Did yeah. I break your ears? Thank
0: you. Let's. All All right. One last item. We know that Star Wars Celebration is going to be returning in 2025, not 2024, and it will be in Tokyo, Japan. Mm
1: -hmm. You know what that means? April 20th, 17-hour flight. Looks like we're paying for Wi-Fi.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tokyo, Japan, April 18th to the 20th, 2025.
1: We're down a day.
0: Now, all right. Let me let me share a personal story. Um. And, you know' we'll, you know I want to be transparent you know and I don't have a problem telling this to, to 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 everyone but we were disappointed that we couldn't make it to celebration in London I, right yeah. that's obvious you know if you've heard,
1: <laughs> you heard have, me have, lately? If, if
0: you've if you heard Keith's tone the last uh, couple of days um you know we unfortunately could not make it to London
1: that's you know funny yes there's a reason the cap was left off the vinegar it's all in my voice
0: Ooh, the vinegar. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know where that came from, but thank you. I get it. I get it. Uh, So I made a promise to my family that wherever the next celebration is going to be, when it's going to be, we're going to go. Now, this was before I knew it was going to be in Japan.
1: I, um, (laughs) Hey, and like, I made the this funny promise. part is, I heard them say, You want to know where celebration is next year? I just got this information. Yeah. Japan 2025. Yeah. And me and my dad are like, No. Wait. Well, I wasn't going to tell just, that. Dad, I just turned into Technoblade. I just went, No. Yeah, all right. Well, no. Keith,
0: all right. Just a little loud. <laughs> Easy on the mic. All right. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm a man of my word.
1: Oh, the money. <laughs> All the Skyblock coins. I, uh,
0: I'm I'm going to have to cut down on my butter cookies. I mean, like my purchase of butter cookies and save some... Anyway, I am a man of my word. I said... I, I promised my family that I would take them to the next celebration, wherever it's going to be. He should sure So I'm saying right here for everyone to hear, right? It's going to be recorded. So I will
1: use this as a recording for exactly. proof in case you ever try to deny it. So I do have proof, Dad. I do have proof.
0: We... Plan to go to celebration in Tokyo, Japan, in 2025. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make that happen. We have uh, two years to put it all together. So that's what we're gonna do. We're going to, we're going to Japan. Never been to Japan. None of us have. That's gonna be very exciting. So, you had a good idea about. Oh, you want to talk about Duolingo? Oh about, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So
1: I had the idea like there might be a language barrier that we're gonna hit. So I thought. Let's get Duolingo family plan and we can start learning Japanese. Yeah,
0: right, because you're using it to learn Spanish. Yes. Right, and that's And I have good.
1: just started taking Japanese lessons like 15 minutes ago.
0: Perfect. All right, so I think that would be very helpful. Um so
1: I've been doing Japanese lessons since we started the show.
0: Yeah, since you heard that, you know, celebration is going to be in Japan. You absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um has anyone been to Japan? Let me know. What do you think? Um Let's talk about Japan.
1: And the only thing is, I let me tell you something. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to sit still for like 17 hours, but I'm actually kind of excited for the flight, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be a long flight. I
1: mean, 17 hours of me, my best car headphones, and my iPad.
0: All right. Who's going to celebration in Tokyo? Let us know. All right. Charlie.
1: The news just came out today. Well,
0: right. We don't know that. But you know, if you know, people are probably thinking about it or maybe considering going to Japan or if you've already been to Japan, let us know. Charlie, yes. That was uh one of my kendo te- ah, I see. Kendo teachers are from. So this is amazing win for me. Wow. Cool. Very nice. Uh Lisa, the family will love Japan. Well, thank, thank you, Lisa. You. Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah. Yeah, you will enjoy it, guys. Thank you so much. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. That's a, a Kyoto and Tokyo. Nice. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm. It's exciting. You know, it's we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do it. You know, I've so, never been to Tokyo. You've never no, been to Tokyo. I just said that. Mom's we never been to Tokyo. Yeah, okay. Nacio, sure, when I said all to the family have not been. That means all of us. We have not been to I, Japan. So I,
1: I, I'm just making sure. To Dad. It.
0: Yeah. So that is it. I think we covered everything. All right, so All right, Patreon
1: yep. page though, real quick.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so speaking we, of going to Japan, we're trying
1: to get to Japan here, <laughs> and we might need your help. And by the way,
0: there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good segue. So here
1: we have two tiers. Yes. So we have our three dollars tier. This is our Patreon page. A five dollars tier yeah. on our Patreon. Page. Well,
0: before you, can I just say, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> we have um, oh, we have updated our Patreon page. Uh, so, you know, we Keith reworked
1: is, everything. Yeah.
0: So keep is going to explain how it works. Good. You got it.
1: Okay. So you can pick from either one of these tiers Yes. and two. they offer different specs. So
0: yeah, well, we could just take them to our page. Do we have the website? Um, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, it's Patreon.com slash Right.
0: So just, just go to our Patreon page. Just even just take a look and see what we're, what we're so offering. We have like a um, patron
1: only community.
0: Yeah.
1: And for the five dollars here, we have that plus QA, monthly QA, where you can ask us questions. So for the three dollar tier, we have a patron only community. And you can also you can also be acknowledged at the end of each of our live streams yeah. and/or videos.
0: Cool. All right. Yes. And so- then for
1: the five dollar tier, you get all of that, plus a bag of tips. I'm kidding. You get to be you get to join our monthly QA videos where you can ask us any questions about Star Wars or Marvel or life or butter cookies.
0: Sounds cool. All right. So that is our Patreon. All right. Keith, where can people find us?
1: You can find us wherever you'd like to listen to us. We are wherever you get your podcasts. Our socials are Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Father Our website is Fatherside our merch store is fathers and galaxy down by spreadshop.com. Yep. And last but not least, our Patreon page is patreon.com slash fathers and galaxy. Right.
0: Bless you. Thank All you. Right. And you know, we're on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook. You know that. Um, and please subscribe to our YouTube channel because we are on. The race to 1,000 subscribers. Yes, we have reached a little over 800 subscribers, so we're very close.
1: Like 850. Yeah,
0: so we're very close. Uh, Or you could be watching
1: this in the future, and we have hit peak subscribers.
0: Yeah, we We could have
1: a billion subscribers right now. Yes, I don't know.
0: We can do this. Speaking
1: to the future. Yeah,
0: we can do this. A thousand. I mean, from 850, that's nothing. So also, uh, all we ask. me
1: in five years
0: all we ask is that you just pass our name along to any star wars fans or people who are interested in in listening to us who think that you know, you know we're we're entertaining you know just just let them know and you know tell them to so. tell them to subscribe to our channel um, we love what we do as you can see uh, so yes thousand that's a big milestone for us so we need to reach that goal 1,000 subscribers all right uh, final Q&A so put in any questions and comments but I think before that's we all sign off yet. no uh, well we have to the producer has to tell us that we're done for the day that's what the producer we does done? well we have to wait for the producer to tell us if we're done yes sir producer. the producer all right. We're done.
1: We have one more question from Alex. Since Keith says that the Ewoks say like Sesame Street, would Oscar the Grouch be Yoda?
0: (laughs) Because they're green. I don't see any. Oscar is not inspirational. He's not a (laughs) Yoda. I don't see any connection between Oscar and Yoda.
1: Except greenness. (laughs) Except they're green, And they both live in trash cans because Dagobah is like an absolute swamp.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Luke couldn't even get his X-Wing out of there.
0: Great Scott Morty. You guys are amazing. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you. Nothing bad. Nothing but good things about you guys.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you so much, Charlie. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hope you
1: enjoy. Yeah,
0: yeah. We love having you all. Uh, We love talking to you. So this is Monday. Well, you know, whenever you're watching it, it might be another day of the week. Yeah, I'm
1: practicing my British accent.
0: Oh, here it comes. It's back. All right. We'll be back on Wednesday. We'll be back on Wednesday for Chapter 23 of The Mandalorian, all right? I hear it's a good one. You know, some people... Yeah, people at Celebration did see it. They
1: went 10 minutes of it.
0: No, no, no. This was, no, they saw the full episode.
1: Wait, they saw the full thing? Y-
0: yes, of uh, the movie, ah! chapter 23. So we're looking forward to it. So we'll see you on Wednesday, all right, everybody? Uh, so until next time, take care.
1: And, and we'll we will see you again. again.